every business has to be digital and it has to be digital not only in terms of the tools and platforms but how they apply it that's the most important thing hello and welcome to the growth business a business podcast sponsored by InCloud Solutions, the center of excellence for mid-market ERP software business by design. I'm your host, Lucy Thorpe, and in this episode, we are once again in lockdown. So we're looking at business through that lens. I was fortunate to speak to my guest, Andrew Ford, earlier in the year, but now we're going to revisit his ideas on unlocking the secrets to business growth because, well, things have changed. Andrew's a business scale-up veteran of 25 years, founder and CEO of business strategy and marketing consultancy, customergig.com, which offers strategy and marketing services. Andrew, welcome. Thank you very much, Lucy. It's wonderful to join you again. So, Andrew, in business terms, what are we seeing now? Is it like anything you've seen before? If I look back at my own career history and work history, I first got involved in the internet and e-commerce in the 1990s. That was, for me, a seminal moment because it was a switch from the business to the customer and the customer having so many more choices of what they could find online and through digital channels. But a lot of organizations didn't really adjust fast enough, um, in my view, to capitalize on the very dynamic nature of internet cloud, mobile, SaaS platforms. So I think um, what we're seeing now is uh, an acceleration in trends that were already taking place. We're forced to be much more selective. So it's very much accelerating that trend to use uh, these online platforms and putting data at the center of decision making. If you're going to go digital on the fly, you're going to have to release budget. Is it time to be bold and actually spend a bit now? Well, it's certainly a huge test of leadership to get the balance right. I mean, we can see that a little bit in the hedging bets by the UK government. You know, when do they start to unlock the lockdown? And they've got to use insight and uh, knowledge and data to make those decisions. And every business has the same challenge. They need to listen to the indicators and the triggers as to when the changing points may come. Some of the economic uh, discussions are around possibly a V-shaped recovery, if we can get back into a more positive growth mode beyond uh, the current lockdown. Um, But leaders in businesses have to adjust initially, as they have done, to protect the cash and the positive health of the business. But it's making sure that it doesn't turn off all the taps. But it's also having plans in place to capitalize on that upside. Businesses that don't and just strip away all of their investments will lose out when the recovery returns. Other competitors may have a slight edge. They may be more fleet of foot to capitalize on that. And that will just mean that um, uh, your own business is left lagging. So it's hugely important as a leader to look at that position, recut the numbers, but keep an eye on when those uh, additional data sets may be available, where you can make uh, new decisions and uh, look at more and continued positive investment. And it does feel like we're all trying to do this um, with, with a blindfold on. One minute you're feeling like, oh, we're going to get back to normal, so maybe we should carry on spending. Next minute you think, well, if we carry on spending at this rate, there's going to be no business to come back to. Well, I think this again comes back to looking at the plan and, and the environment around um, you know, recutting the plan, looking at the cash flow forecast and making sure that's in a positive position. But then as 
further snippets come through, um, it, it's important to have a way of sifting that information and picking out the insights that are relevant for your business and your sector at, at all levels. Um, you know, there will be you know, certain sector reports being issued so that there'll be a lot of insight available online and, and that can be mixed with some of the you know, daily bulletin information from uh, the government announcements as well and, and various other organizations that are looking at this at a kind of macro level. I mean, it looks as though we will have you know, desk-bound and home-bound uh, working styles for the next couple of months at least. I think uh, some of the early indicators were preparing everybody until the end of June at least. So I think uh, that gives us a full quarter with this kind of working style. But, you know, throughout every day and every week, there will be additional announcements and additional insight available to help with decision making. And I think that just has to be um, you know, what leaders focus on and use to guide their decisions on a day-by-day basis. How does sales and marketing work together at a time like this? Marketing and sales have to double down and there needs to be even tighter teamwork. And you know, I think it's about the commercial team. It's about marketing, business development, sales, uh, increasingly customer success for engaging with the installed base, which would also involve account management. And that, that has to be one plan, one team, a very integrated approach. And when you're making critical decisions about finding customers and, and saving, possibly even augmenting customers, there needs to be that teamwork end-to-end with no agendas, um, just really getting down to you know, re-cutting and, and shaping a, a very customer-centric plan. I think also some people will be furloughed. That's a necessity when it comes back to that cash flow forecast and uh, keeping the, the overall cash position healthy. But also there's a, a new opportunity, uh, new partnerships, new channels, harnessing more digital channels to engage customers. But the teamwork across the commercial team is absolutely crucial. I can't underline that enough. Do you think we need to learn new skills in terms of homeworking? I mean, I think we were getting better, much better at scheduling meetings and, and having discipline as to how those meetings were run. Um, but it means that um, you know, different, um, you know, using perhaps um, Google Calendar, which I use personally for scheduling working sessions, how information is, is shared so that you're actually getting down to the nub of um, defining a new, new set of strategies and tactics to deliver this new plan in this, this new normal, as, as we're now describing it, and also carving out additional time, social time, you know, for gelling the team. You know, one organization with whom I work, we have a, a virtual kind of pub session on a Friday afternoon where we have more kind of fun with some quizzes and depending on what time it is on a Friday afternoon, some kind of early drinks and, and so on. So um, I think that's very, very important. That, you know, the, the home working, there was always debate around when the day would start and when it would end because your home office is always on. So I think uh, helping team members to focus when they need to, but also still having that downtime to recharge the batteries, focus on something else and, uh, and safeguard their, their well-being. What about mental health? Do you think leaders need to be thinking about that? You know, since we've been in the lockdown phase, there have been a number of discussions around mental health and, and well-being. And, um, you know, I've... I've witnessed that myself being you know, a business leader over the years, working with team members. Often, you know, when 
people were in the same office, you could have a one-on-one conversation and ensure you're providing the right level of support with HR as a, a key partner. Um, at a distance, it's a, a little bit more challenging, uh, but there are tools available increasingly. You know, I've um, myself been involved in a, um, a company called Psychological Technologies, psyt.co.uk, and they develop um, applications that people can download onto their smartphones to deal with anxiety, uh, which I think um, with the, uh, the crisis at the macro level, but also adjusting to a new working rhythm can often be a challenge. Um, people who are or feel isolated at home, uh, that may well be exacerbated. Um, I also came up upon a business-to-business solution called Unmind, which is there for HR departments to engage with larger communities of employees um, around their mental health. And, um, you know, the, the, the statistic I heard was that you know, one in six people will have some level of mental health challenge. So I think organizations looking to deploy these kinds of tools to engage a very distributed team is going to be hugely, hugely important. Um, I think also from an organizational perspective, understanding who is, is working on, on your team, you know, larger organizations in particular, sometimes they struggle to, to understand people, their profile, uh, their location. And you know, I worked with another organization called Optunely, which is a SaaS cloud-based platform to help with uh, workforce engagement. So there are a number of um, tools out there to help with this. And I think that's going to be one of the the trends that have been happening, but it will accelerate and become much, much more important. While what we want as a priority right now is to be, you know, really human, to look after our people, to stay true to our core values, is there an argument for embracing the new in terms of maybe researching new technology, which could help us now? We're all... At our desks now, we're in front of front of our computers. So, doing that desk research um, is is more feasible. We need to schedule that in, and I think that helps to uh, helps on a number of levels. It helps to provide input to a new plan, so you can actually um, work with your team to investigate and research um, the very best solutions or, or, or new options. But also, in looking at talking with and and finding an uh, an angle and uh, something relevant for customers, knowing your customers, using account-based marketing, account-based selling, um, key account management, um, which is uh, often a phrase I prefer as well, to to understand, you know, finding uh, insights um, across a number of platforms online, Gartner, Forrester, and many other reports um, could be used and distilled you know, in order to make those new decisions. But yes, it again comes back to leadership and the team gelling together and um, you know, deciding on those priorities. But yeah, at, at our desks, we have more ability to, to do these much more quality-based um, assessments. And we've probably got a little bit more time to um, consume content as well. Um, I'm a content creator. I know that you have an interest in it as well. What content is appropriate for this particular lockdown situation, do you think? What's interesting is that um, a lot of content was being designed for uh, smartphones. And smartphones are here to stay and they, they, they will go from strength to strength, undoubtedly. But now we're in front of our computers. So it's, it's almost a, a swing back to a... Um, a laptop or a desktop, you know, larger screen for consuming content. So thinking about how content is produced for that medium, um, you know, content had been produced in 
fairly short snippets for consumption on smartphones. I think, again, that still has its place. People still are still um, time-bound and um, want to use their time optimally. But I think some longer sessions, and you know, people were planning uh, webinars, uh, longer recorded video sessions um, for you know consumption online. And I think it's getting that balance right. Um, certainly, I'm a big fan of, of video. I think it's of the moment and also delivers that human dimension without a an ability to meet face to face. So I think that's that's important there. Um, also, um, podcasting. Um, to make sure that you're keeping a, a regular stream of content and and themes and and also involving different members of the team, existing and new partners as well. I work with uh, science, a marketing technology business, and partners have been very keen and interested in contributing to videos and uh, and podcasts and blogs. Um, so that that's also an important uh, thing to deliver. And of course, we've got social media feeds which will uh, you know and have increased in their importance linkedin twitter on a more professional b2b level but i am also a regular user of um, instagram facebook and uh, one or two other platforms besides to continue to have that and deliver that personal touch and um, it's nice as well dare i say to continue to keep the morale up by you know sharing you know funny snippets different anecdotes um, around people and how they're adjusting their lives it's a lifeline, isn't it? I mean, I think it's okay to be a little bit more casual and personal because we're all going through this extraordinary experience together. Everyone's um, emotional. Uh, everyone's um, you know, missing loved ones, missing colleagues, missing teamwork and uh, that uh, proximity. You know, we, we need that physical distancing for very important reasons. Um, but it doesn't mean that you, you can't be social at a distance and, um, uh, you know, and, and really... Be yourself. I think that authenticity, which again had been talked about in for a number of years, for for brands, for cultures, for people to be more authentic. And I think um, again, that's one of those those trends that's accelerated, and and people want to to be themselves and and bring more of themselves to the workplace. And it, of course, interestingly, they they're already in their homes and um, and, and doing it from a, a place of uh, a personal uh, interest and safety so it's a it's a fascinating blend and i think the techniques the sophistication the combination of content will continue to develop and and, and be creative over the coming months and years yeah those glimpses into people's homes that you get on the zoom call <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes make, make sure you've got your uh, your washing put away it's been brilliant talking to you, Andrew. It's it's great talking about making connections, mixing sociability and business. That's what we've had today. And it's really great to talk to you. So thank you for that. Thank you very much, Lucy. Absolute pleasure at such a, an interesting time in our existence and our, uh, our period of change. Thank you very much. So that's it for this episode of The Growth Business. See you next time.